All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? Hey, man. Episode 161. Uh, we're going to jump this thing right off. Let's start with the recap. Um, we had some... Um, that's some eye games. I mean, it wasn't, you know, we had we had one game that wasn't very interesting, and you know, the rest of all well, the other two games were interesting. So, uh, actually, you know what I said? We actually, no, no, no. Hold on, let me start over. We had some good basketball, except for the middle game. So it was good basketball, a blowout, and then good basketball again. So um, the rematch, the one that everyone's been waiting on. Uh, the Bullets versus Squad One. It lived up once again, uh, to to the expectations. Squad One got the win, eighty two to eighty over the Bullets. Um, it was very very dicey at the end of the game. The Bullets were actually up at halftime by ten. They were in control. They squandered the lead. Uh, Squad One kind of locked in better, played a better uh defensive half in the second half. Um, actually no, they didn't. They did pretty much the same thing. They they were better on offense, I think, in my opinion. They were better on offense, and uh, they out they basically just outscored uh, the bullets, and the bullets just could not get enough uh, buckets when they really, 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 really needed to, and they were really missing ISO Johnny. Um, but overall, I thought Squad One um, they just played a better game. I think I, I think they had a, they made their second half adjustments, and they did what they needed to do uh, to get the win. Uh, Marcus Hall led the way with uh, 26 points. Uh, a lot of guys filled in. Anthony uh, shot the ball lights out. That was vintage Anthony uh, going six for ten from the three. That's what I. That's the Anthony of old. That what he used to do. He used to hit uh, threes like that on a on a nightly basis. Uh, so he was clutch and he made some uh, some big threes. He had a heat check at one point. I think he hit like three or four in a row. Yeah. And uh and the bullets uh, they just could not stop the onslaught uh, and they they really just missed ISO Johnny now. I wanted. I made a. I made an interesting uh, post on the power rankings because it's exactly what this reminded me of. Um, the bullets missing Iso Johnny reminded me of the Memphis Grizzlies missing John Morant. Uh, the ball movement was a little better. They were a little better defensively, but offensively they were impacted, and they could not find that guy to go to. Uh, to get a bucket when they really needed to. Shannon basically turned into the point guard of the team because uh, Squad One was picking them up full court. So I don't know, Sean. I know you're gonna you're gonna break down what you saw, but do you think um, missing Iso Johnny? Do you think that was a good thing in this matchup, or do you think it was a bad thing? Because I, I'm kind of I'm kind of undecided because you know I think it's a good measuring stick for them, only losing by two. And, you know, not having him, because if Iso Johnny doesn't shoot the ball well, do they still lose by two? But if Iso Johnny goes off, do they blow them out? We don't know. I really just, I have no idea. I'm kind of, like, torn with this situation. Uh, it's weird because, like, uh, so so they're up 16 early, actually, mm -hmm. in the in the beginning of the game. And uh, mm -hmm. a good portion of the first half, they're up 16. Uh, and that's with the ball movement. They're touching all five guys' hands. Uh, they're rebounding well. They're defending well. They're doing everything well. This is with uh, out Johnny. Um, and this is, I think, the the telltale of the game. I think from two quarters, let's put if it was a real situation, where they missed Johnny was in the second half, and the game 
gets tight and the ball is being a guy's hand mm-hmm. to make a play. It's like an NBA uh, when the reason why uh, LeBron, James Hart, Kevin Durant, um, and um, Greek Freak and all those guys get paid a lot of money is, yes, it's the production they give you throughout the game, but they really, really get paid for being able to get a shot or score when teams' defenses are locked in and you your role players can't make a play. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where they missed Johnny. They they missed him when, okay, we're down to or the game tied. We got to get a bucket right now, which Shannon can do, by the way. But the most efficient guy at doing it is probably Johnny. Mm-hmm. He's most, I mean, you gave him the name ISO for a reason, I guess. Uh, and, and so... I think that's the difference. Well, that's what Johnny has missed. I think throughout the game, kind of similar, uh, similar to, like you said, Memphis, where, I mean, they were handling Golden State throughout the game, but in the fourth quarter when it really got tight and it locked in and you need a guy to make a play or you need a guy who has to score and it doesn't matter what defense is out there, he can still make that play. That's where they were missing John Moran with the Grizzlies uh, and, in this case, uh, Johnny with the Bullets. They, when they had that, that guy to put the ball in his hand, say, go make a play for us, go score right now. We got to have a score, and he goes and scores. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, that when in the situation like that, that's where you find out, you know, what your team is really made of. And I guess you could say the, the, the Bullets kind of answered the call, but again, they fouled Jalen at the end. They get the ball back. And I think, you know, if they just play that straight up, I think they had three defenders right there. If they just wall up and make him take a tough shot, yeah. I would live with the whatever they came with him taking a tough shot right there. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was a silly foul by Shannon. I, don't, I think he kind of just panicked right there. But, um, but again, so they get the ball back, and then who do you go to in that situation? I mean, they, they had, they gave the ball to, was it Shannon? Shannon took a. Yeah. A fall, a fadeaway three, a contested fadeaway three. three. That's just not. Yeah. That's just. That's just not. That's not likely. You remember the last time they played when it was close? I right, so Johnny hits the game winner. Right. Could have been right. the same. Could have been the same thing. But right. again, you don't have them. So they, there you go. When you need that bucket, you got to find your your bucket getters, and they they were missing that. Uh, not saying that Shannon's not a great scorer because he is, but um, when you have Shannon and Johnny on the court at the same time. They can't key in on one player because you got you got both. Right. So they, everyone knew Shannon was getting the ball. There, Shannon was their their top scorer that night, and uh, they they just it was just unfortunate that they didn't they didn't have their full cast of characters uh, to get the job done. Now the eight o'clock game, uh, pay per view versus the agents. Pay per view was able to get the win, ninety to sixty three. Sean, you picked the agents to win this game. Um, how silly do you feel now that they lost by twenty seven? <laughs> <laughs> That, that that was more about the the lack of trust I had more so in your team, ah. your your team to get it done, than it was about uh, the trust or that I that I had in the ages and their ability or inability to to pull off a win. I just thought they were playing better than you guys, and they had a bunch of close games, and I thought that they was going to finally get over the hump against you guys, but. I guess you guys may have taken that, uh, what I said, to heart, and you, you had a, a point to prove, and you went out there and proved your point. I can't, can't knock what you guys went out there and did, what you were able to go out there and accomplish in that, uh, in that game. So Yeah, I mean, we, we outscored them by double digits in both halves. 
Uh, I mean, Grant, do I feel silly picking that? I ain't gonna say I feel silly, but just based on what I saw, I wasn't impressed by uh, your team at all. Uh, even at and, even after that win, either right? You're still not impressed. I wouldn't be. I, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, it's a, it's a process. Y'all got a, a big game this week, so mm. it's a process, you know. Is and it, don't get me wrong; it's not even about earning my respect. It's about you know going out there competing and competing at a high level. Uh, and you guys hadn't done that yet. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> you just hadn't done that yet. So this is the first game where you throw some some semblance of being a, a competent team uh, per se. So. Hey, by the way, by the way, for all the listeners, this is as PC as Sean can possibly put it right now. <laughs> if, if you can only decipher what he's really saying about our team, it is hilarious. And I see right, I see right through this. <laughs> but anyway, um, I thought we, I thought we played well. I thought the ball movement was good, and that's what I was trying to say. I was trying to say, you know. I want Miles to be if if Miles is more off the ball, he's more dangerous because when he has the ball, they're all keying in on him. They're all trying to build a wall and stop him. But if you got Jeff attacking downhill, they can't do that. If you have uh me creating, they can't do that. And then once, you know, once we're going, once we're going to the basket, then you have Miles cutting at the last minute or Miles cutting to the basket. And when once he gets it there, they their wall is done. You know what I mean? Right. So there's nothing they can do. They're, at, they're basically at his mercy. That's what I was trying to get uh, get him to understand that you know, yeah, yeah, you're a great scorer, but if you're not post, if you're not posting up uh, from from each block, you're not going to be as effective. If you're cre- if you're trying to create from the top of the key, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work because they're just going to build. They're just going to build a wall, and they're going they're basically going to stop you. I was I was getting wherever I wanted to on the court, and you know, if I'm getting to if I'm getting to my spots. Uh, there's really nothing they can do, you know what I mean? Because we were we were hitting the three ball. Jeff was getting wherever he wanted. Jeff was running the floor. Um, I thought Drew came in. Drew played lights out. Uh, he was hitting the three. He was keeping the defense honest. And that's the that's what we really need. We needed that spacing because uh, we've lacked that. We haven't shot the ball well from three. We don't have three point shooters really to speak of outside of Drew. Uh, I thought we made some threes. Yeah, we shot eleven for nineteen. That's an anomaly. Um, but you know, we just—I think—I think, I think we're, we're onto something. Uh, we just have to be consistent, and most importantly, guys got to show up. But shout out to the agents. I thought John, uh, Jay Walk played well, and uh, you know, they just had a bad game. They had an off game. Yeah, uh, and like I say, and oh, by the way, I didn't even give a love to um, to in, from the first game. Shout out to the Bullets too. Being down five. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> we, we we had a situation where a gentleman from uh, Squad One, uh, named X, uh, came over and had some unkindly words to say to you uh, and all the other Ultimate Hoops followers at the time. Uh, and you know, right after that situation, literally seconds after that situation, they they went down to score five points within like. Seven seconds. Had <laughs> <laughs> a Reggie Miller moment. Reggie Miller esque, and that was just a big play by Reed. Actually, um, getting the steal right there um, yeah. on a bad outlet pass by Marcus Hall. Yeah, uh, and, and Reed heads up player makes a steal, 
kind of, kind of bird like you know when a bird steals the ball. Yeah, uh, Isaiah Thomas threw the ball in. Pass it right to DJ Johnson. He made it. Uh, he ran it down. They had the wherewithal to find Larry wide open for a three. And, and you know, this is Larry first game of the season. He's been injured, and he came in and made a big shot to tie the game up. Uh, so, any less to learn. Now, granted, you know, they didn't get the ultimate uh, pie in the face there because they end up winning the game still by two. Yeah. But, hey, guys, close games, please. Run through the tape, as Chris Weber says. <laughs> <laughs> you got to close the game out because, yeah, X, you almost had your foot in your mouth on that one. So That was hilarious. Uh, and I had to zoom in on him, too. I was like, hey, what you say? <laughs> that, that, was great. That, that was great camera work by you, Kevin. I was say, we, we should pay you extra for that great camera work <laughs> in that moment. That was like a movie watching it, right? I was like, I was like, dang, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that was great camera work there. But, Appreciate yeah, but, that. But, yeah, I didn't want to. Before we moved on, I want to kind of put that out there. But, yeah, go ahead, Game 3. Okay, uh, the third game of the night, Boot Gang versus Team Chosen. Team Chosen actually did not come out with a victory. They lost 87-83. to um, They were missing their big man, Chris Brown. Uh, I thought they shot the ball well enough to get a win, uh, not from the free throw line, but they ultimately did not. And uh, they, they came out on the losing end, 87-83. Uh, Boot Gang has now ruled out um, Rashawn for the season uh, with an ankle injury. And there's rumors that they might be down another player. So they're filling in uh, where they can. But right now, it seems like Boot Gang is hobbled but not shaken. Uh, they're finding ways to win games, uh, you know, without their, their, their big guns. And I think they're still a solid team when you look at them across the board. Their starting five is about as solid as it gets. You got uh you got Deshaun, you got Mudge, you got the new guy Trey, uh, who was one of the top guys in PPR this uh this week, DeVere. And then Medusa's still there. Um they're they're still a solid team. They're still a solid team. I think they're gonna have to ride uh the 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 big four uh, for the majority of the season, and the big four can't have an off night uh if they're gonna be competitive because right now they really don't have a bench uh to speak of. So so Boot Gang wins the game. They're now four and one. Their best start in franchise history. Um, what do you think? What did you think about the game? I thought Team Chosen uh, just came out a little flat and can't, ultimately came up short. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I think uh, Team Chosen, who uh, Squad One actually gave a lot of love to, saying that that's who they feel like is going to be their main competition. Uh, but that. In their main competition, have still yet to win a game yet. So, yeah. um, I think we, well, I mean the talent's obviously there. Um, they just came up, and this just make it clear: Deshaun, Trey, and like I say, if, if BJ comes back, are monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably what it is. When you got three guys who can like too much, pretty much take over games like that. Uh, to go along with Devere and Mudge, who have also been all Cypress players before. Uh, I think we were kind of forgetting about that. Um, mm-hmm. that Devere and Mudge have also made second team and third team all Cypress before. So you got that with three guys who could possibly be first team all Cypress guys. That's tough, man. They, they could be anybody on any, any given night, including squad one and bullets. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is going to be one of the matchups this week, actually. So, 
uh, with all that being said, I think it was a hell of a uh, game, and I think it was a um, a good effort by um, Team Chosen. But we gonna have to find a way. Him and him and uh, Tedrick, they have to find a way to kind of get those guys, uh, get them guys over the hump right now. Because I mean, and, and again, the unfortunate part about Team Chosen is they played the three best teams in the league. Uh, first three weeks. Mm-hmm. So schedule's about to soften uh, up a little bit. Yeah, I mean they 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 played the three best teams. So saying all that to say is, you know, it's gonna get better for them from here going forward. Uh, but I mean, you're gonna have to beat somebody good if you're gonna win the championship. Right. I mean, that's how it works. So I can sit and talk about you know you 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 doing enough to play against the best teams and you being right there and being within a possession, being within two possessions of winning, but eventually you're going to have to beat these teams. Uh, so, but again, they're still finding their chemistry, which I think they'll do over the next couple of weeks. And by the time the playoffs roll around, they are going to be dangerous. No doubt about that. But again, you gave a uh, boot game a lot of love. Look, boot game with their matchup this week too. Uh, look, they're, they're going to play a team that they swept last year and it probably caused friction in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying and boot game just wins games at the end of the day they win games when they're supposed to win games and ends up putting them in a very good position every single time so that's what they're doing right now again so shout out to boot game alright let's uh, move on to our next topic we got player of the week All right, time for our player of the week. We got Marcus Hall uh, with the victory. Now, Marcus has won a player of the week before. First time this season. Um, He led the Bullets uh, to a victory, a big, big win. Uh, He made some timely buckets. Marcus was was getting to his spots. The thing about, I think the thing that people are underrating with Marcus is his ability to to drive the basketball and score in the lane. Uh, He has mastered... Uh, it's not a floater. It's like a high arcing layup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's not. It's not. A, he's not shooting a floater, but he shoots his layup extremely high, and it goes in. I would say about ninety percent of the time. I I don't really often see him miss that shot. Uh, but shout out to Marcus uh, getting Player of the Week. The guys voted for him, and they feel like he deserved it. And I, for one, concur. I thought. Um, I thought Trey with Boot Gang uh, had a chance. At it, uh, Miles really didn't get a whole lot of love. Maybe I should have threw myself in there, but I, I thought for the league, uh, there's there's no really no need for me to put myself on there. Um, <laughs> yeah, you guys saw what I did. Well, you know, whatever. But uh, but yeah, shout out to Marcus. Uh, I, I think he deserved it. Yeah, Marcus. Uh, I mean, is there anything more to say uh, or any other superlatives you really need to give him? I mean, he, he does what he does, and I think also too with that floater and and you you playing so much for his jump shot. That I think, yeah, you forget about that he's capable of driving to the basket. And he creates a lot of fouls, too, when mm-hmm. he decides to put his head down and go to the rim. Because, like, I think you already, you, I think you panic. Because, like, he, he gets you with the, you, you're closing out hard, he attacks the closeout. And then when he's by you, yeah, I think you panic and then you just end up fouling him uh, a lot of times. So, uh, shout out to him. Uh, he's, you know what he is to this league. He's been a special player in this league. Well, one of our top players. Um, maybe even the MVP last season um, that he didn't get. Yeah. So shout out to him. His team is five and zero right now. 
what else did they say? Right. 26, 5, and 4. Shout out to Marcus. All right, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our power rankings and predictions. Now, we're going to start with the let's go let's go with the bottom today um with the agents losing that last game and falling to 0-5 i have no choice uh but to put them at the bottom i think the agents are kind of running out of time i feel like uh you know they were a little frustrated at the end but they started to see a little light at the end of the tunnel it started to seem like they had you know somewhat of a semblance of a promising uh you know into the season, but I think with them losing in the fashion that they did uh, the pay-per-view, as much as they were chirping, um, I think that was a big blow to them. And it's only going to get harder. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Team Chosen is, has the fifth, uh, they're the fifth worst team record-wise in the league. And, you know, they handle them. And then you have uh, my team handle them. So it's like, who are you going to beat? All these teams are good. So they're in danger of becoming, uh, one of the few teams to go winless in the season. I think they, they still have a, a legitimate shot to not do it. Maybe a team lets up. Maybe a team secures, you know, their spot and uh, doesn't take that game seriously and, you know, gives them one. But they're in danger right now. Um, so I have them at six. I got team chosen at, at five, and I don't think they'll stay at five much longer. I think they're going to start uh, getting it together. I have pay-per-view uh, at four uh, only because of the record. Only because of the record, I have them. I have us at four. Uh, number three, I got the Bullets. I think with them losing and uh, Boot Gang uh, picking up another win and having a slightly better record, I'm gonna have the Bullets at three. I got Boot Gang at two, uh, with their record being a little better. And obviously, I have Squad One undefeated, unblemished, untarnished uh, at number one. What you got, yeah. Sean? Uh, similar. Uh, but not quite. Um, I, I'm, 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 I'm with you. I'm impartial to say that. Uh, uh, I don't have the ages at six. Um, I mean, you said everything you need to say. I think about. It, I still have faith in them, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen enough good from them to where I feel like they could catch somebody slipping who's not taking them serious. Yeah. I, I, I definitely feel like, you know, if you come out there, BS, and I've seen them imply, uh, it put a 1-2-2 uh, two, two or 3-2 zone. I can see somebody coming out there and doing something like that, and then you have a bad you have a bad shooting night, uh, and then them getting out, pushing the ball to the floor and getting buckets uh, in transition and beating you. So, mm-hmm. uh I'm definitely going to go uh, them at six right now, but don't. Again, it's human nature to see somebody who's off or whatever, and then come out there slipping, and then you know you end up losing. So I, I, they're running out of time, like you said, but I, I think they might end up catching somebody slipping because somebody won't take them serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but I, yeah, as of right now, you're actually on five. Uh, they, they have to be number six. Uh, five. I'm actually. Gonna put you guys. Five. I knew it. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> you know, Sean. Before you, before you, before you continue, you do understand power rankings are week to week, okay? So we're, we're going, we're going off of the best team this week. That's that 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 comes into play. So you still have us five after a twenty-seven point win. Yeah, 
You still have us at five. <laughs> I'm going to go with y'all at five. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> even with a win, even with a win, I actually think team chose to still played they, better than you guys. They did. Oh, okay. <laughs> how, <laughs> that, how was that possible? <laughs> with a 27-point win, Sean, they lost. They still played better. Okay. I still feel like they had a better performance than you guys. Even <laughs> though the record performance. shows that you guys are 1-3 and team chose is 0-3. They had a better uh, performance. <laughs> okay. I, I think they had a slightly better performance. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and I do a good job of making sense right now, so I'm really trying. But, uh, <laughs> but I do feel like they play a little bit better. I, I feel like what... Uh, what they were able to kind of come out there and do, and so this is me going into the number four spot, which is his team chosen. What they were able to kind of come in and do, and don't get, don't get me wrong, you guys play each other soon enough, so we'll, we'll really know. We'll yeah, really see. Absolutely. Uh, so hold on, Sean. Let me ask you this. If we play team chosen and we win, are you still going to say they had a better performance? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that possible? <laughs> Hey, look, we'll know after this week. We'll know this week. So I guess you know the where I'm going with my uh, prediction for this week, too. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of figured. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I'm going to give a, them a slight... Just because I do, I do feel like they perform better than you guys for the most part for the season. I'm going to give them a slight edge at four. Uh, three. This is another one... Uh, I'm gonna give I'm actually boot gang at three still. Um I think I I'm I'm gonna say this that even even though it was a great win against Team Chosen, no doubt. No doubt it was a great win by Boot Gang. And like I said, they've shown up every week. Well not not really. Uh but they've shown up in a sense of making things competitive, even when even though their team overall has had some turmoil and issues as far as availability at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still putting them at three because I do feel like the Bullets' performance was slightly better than in, in a win against Team Chosen. That makes sense, actually. Like a bullet, the Bullets' performance and a loss to Squad 1 by 2 without their playmaker being there uh, was still slightly better in a loss than... Uh, Boogain and a win. You know, this actually makes sense, Sean. But <laughs> but this the, but the one you made against us really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But go ahead. <laughs> I think you're taking it personal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, and like I say, I don't reward losing usually. I usually don't. Uh, even though that's why I'm doing my last two picks. I don't usually <laughs> reward losing. But your performance usually shows what you truly are going for. And I think both of those teams, both the Bullets and Team Chosen, are more so on the trending upward, more so than uh, the two teams who won. Now, that being said, I can eat crow this weekend. Both teams can lose this weekend. And, like, I just pound pie on my face. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully the, neither team proves me wrong in me, in me picking, making these picks. Uh, and and squad one, uh, hands down, number one, huge matchup. Finally being tested. Uh, and um, now granted, squad one has to be careful though. They're 5-0, uh, and I think they've lost their, I mean, they've won their last 11, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. They've won their last 11 games. 
Maybe more than that. Maybe twelve. Something like that. Anyway. Yeah, it's twelve. It's twelve because yeah, they won. They won their last twelve. Yeah. Uh, so they haven't tasted defeat in a long time. So to them, they they gotta be careful, not get too cocky because they didn't play a close game, and even though they were confident that they were still gonna win that game in the midst of them nearly giving it away, uh, you know, they it's some good teams, and if they don't come out with their A game, they can be beat. Uh, and so they were tested, and they showed their championship medal by uh, pulling out a, a close game and a big win for them. Um, and, I mean, coming in this week, you know, uh, I know they're, they're probably not taking the agents very serious coming into this week. But I don't think the agents will sneak up and beat them this week. But, you know, they definitely should take teams serious. And I think they're getting to a point where they've won so much recently that they are starting to kind of overlook teams. And what you uh, don't overlook the things in, in a win that you wouldn't in defeat. Yeah, they and, better be careful with boot gang. I know that. Yeah, you definitely, definitely need to be careful going forward because I don't think it's going to be the walk in the park that I think they're feeling that it is right now. Yeah, it's not the same boot gang team they played a week uh week number one. I'll tell you that much. Okay, right. um let's move on to our predictions and I'm gonna go ahead and edit this uh this article as we as we deliberate here. Uh the seven o'clock game we have uh squad one versus Aiden speaking of. Um Sean, who are you who do you have in this game? And, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I know who you have in this game. What's what's your score? Yeah, man. Like I really, I really, really want to cheer for the agents. Say that they find a way to kind of make this competitive and you know and win this game. But I'm not gonna do that. Um, I'm gonna go 92 to 80. I I do think that you know maybe squad one will kind of start maybe taking it easy and kind of, you know, keep them in the game by doing a little silly stuff, probably. Mm. Uh, and I think they just can score enough to where they can probably get in the 80s. But, yeah, I think I'm going to go squad one nine two eighty over the agents. Um, I don't think this game will be close. Uh, I don't think it will be even interesting for that matter. I have uh, squad one winning 102 to 82. Jeez. Yeah, they're a 10 and a half point favorite. I think, I think we're both saying they're going to cover. Yeah. All right. Uh, pay-per-view versus Team Chosen. Sean, why do you think Team Chosen is going to win? And, and, and what is your score? <laughs> like I say, I think the, the chemistry starting to come around. I think they've just been playing better you guys. Playing simple. Uh, and, I mean, but it's a good chance you guys have your full squad this week. So, if you guys have your full squad, hey. I actually think it's going to be a close game. I know I've been, I've been kind of killing you guys, but I actually think it's going to be a close game. I actually have Team Chosen just because of uh, the, the physicality and the size alone. Uh, I'm going to go Team Chosen here. Uh, 90 to 86. 90 to 86, Team Chosen. All right. 90 to 86, Team Chosen. I have it. Obviously, I have it the other way. I'm going to say we win a nail-biter. And I'm going to say... I'm going to say that uh, we win by one point. I got us winning 83 to 82. And I say Jeff uh, splits splits a couple free throws with uh, a couple seconds left. And gives us a go-ahead win. Okay. 
Exactly. Uh, okay. Yep. I'm Notre Dame is over here. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll see. It's happened before. We'll see. All right. And the last game, Bullets versus Boot Gang. Uh, I actually have Boot Gang with a, as a one point favorite in this game. I think. Uh-huh. Uh, I think you know, with Boot Gang's reputation of actually owning the Bullets. Um, for for whatever reason, uh, and they're them having a better record, and you know their lineup looking a little better this year. I got them as a one point favorite. Uh, Sean, who do you have winning this game? Actually, goes since I put them ahead, I'm in the power rankings. I'm, I'm gonna roll with Bullets. Oh, Boot Gang here. Uh, I think the Bullets are gonna be motivated. I think the Bulls remember losing to Boot Gang twice last season. I, mean, I think they underestimated them, and they put them in playoff turmoil because they end up having to play uh far one in the semifinal instead mm. of probably the final where they probably would have played you guys and uh your team from last season um in the three six game instead and they end up having to play you know uh have to play a huge game um in the second round the semis uh when they probably felt like they probably should end up playing them in the final. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think they're going to come out and take these guys lightly by any means. And I think uh, – and don't get me wrong. It's going to be a tough game. Like, I, it is. Game tonight. It is. I agree. That will be that will be the game of the night for sure. Yeah, and I'm going to give Bullets a slight edge, 91-89. 91-89. But – uh, according to my predictions, uh, if the team chosen game and uh, pay per view game goes how I think it'll go, uh, actually that'll be the game of the night if that's how it ends. <laughs> if Jeff splits a couple free throws to win the game, that sounds like the game of the night for me. <laughs> but um, on paper, on paper, I think this is the game of the night. Um, I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna go with the Bullets, and I think it's gonna be close as well. Uh, I have the Bullets winning. Uh, I'm gonna say 93 to 90, 93. I'll say 93 90 bullets. Okay, okay. well, it's not a bad score. That's actually pretty good, but we all feel like it's gonna be a game that's gonna be within one possession. Yeah, and it's gonna, I think it'll be, it won't be that low scoring, low scoring for NBA standards, high scoring for Ultimate Hoop standards. All right, let's move on to our next topic. We have uh, in the news. All right, time for our favorite segment in the news. Uh, we only have a, a couple of topics tonight. We're going to talk about uh, we got no TV and uh, movies uh, on this one. Uh, we got one NBA topic and then we got one music topic. So this will be fairly short. I'll say about 15 minutes. Um the Phoenix Suns uh, and the Milwaukee Bucks have been eliminated. Uh, this is exactly what I wanted because I thought last uh, last year's finals, I thought the, the finals itself uh, was entertaining. But the two teams, I'm just like, Milwaukee and Phoenix? Like, what? Right. You know, I, I definitely did not want to see a repeat of that. Um, but, I, you know, I'm surprised that they went out in the fashion that they did. Both teams got blown out. Uh, both t- both teams star players were no shows. Uh, Giannis, I mean, if you look at Giannis's numbers, you're like, man, he put up great numbers except for his shooting percentage was god awful. Uh, and then you look at Phoenix. Phoenix just got embarrassed. Like like that was that was probably probably one of the worst showings 
uh, in the playoffs that I've ever seen. Yeah. A team was down by damn near 50 points at home. It was embarrassing. Um, don't get me wrong. I've you, Sean. You know I've been all over Phoenix. Um, I'm not. A, I'm not the biggest fan of Devin Booker. Um, definitely don't. Definitely don't really fool with Chris Paul like that. Uh, but I mean they they got they got smacked, man. And Milwaukee got smacked too. Like basically Al Horford took on the job of guarding Giannis by himself. It's like ever since Giannis dunked on him, he's like, all right, that's enough for you. Like he just he took it personal and just took him out the series. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say he took about the series, but I think, I think in the Milwaukee case, uh, especially watching that game seven, I think he's ran out of gas. Um, I just think that they exerted so much. Them when they went up three two, going into Milwaukee game six, that was the game they had to win. Mm-hmm. They won the tough game. They beat Boston in Boston twice, actually, um, and took a. Gave them a three-two series lead. They had to close them out in Game Six. Them losing that Game Six in Milwaukee, I think, did them in. They just they just ran out of gas. I think that that the Game Six and Seven not having um, Chris Middleton showed up, uh, and I think they just you you can be. It's almost like being in a fight uh, and you're injured already. You know what I'm saying? You you fight a dude, and this dude can fight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your size, and he has speed, and he 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 can fight, and you you can fight too, but you going into the fight uh, with a torn rotator cuff or something. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? something huge. <laughs> yeah, like you know, your adrenaline could get you through the fight so far, but after the fight going about two three minutes now, it's like. Kind of like Manny Pacquiao and uh and Floyd. Well, Manny, uh, he alleges he had a torn rotator cuff. Yeah, whatever, right. whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of same thing. Like you just, you know, you you get coming to a fight and you're injured and you fight against a guy who actually can fight. I mean, having any fight injured is tough. Let alone, you know, what I'm saying against a guy who actually could punch you back. Mm-hmm. And I think in this case, it was just, yeah, a, a young team who's uh, a young team, but they had some experience now. Because, yeah, we kind of forget that Jason Taylor's been to the conference finals before uh, in his rookie season. Dunked on LeBron, too. You just kind of, you know, they just ran out of gas, I think. Now, Phoenix, they they ran out of gas, too, but they, they had their soul taken from them at some point. It's, it's, it was just weird. And then you kind of see the end. Now you're hearing about the stories of the infighting uh, with DeAndre Aiden. Um, now mm. there's a, a legend possible Chris Paul injury. Uh, of course, a, a playoff <laughs> Chris Paul injury, of course. Uh, and it, it was just weird. Like, he turned 37, I think, last Tuesday. Yeah. And he's looked terrible since then. Like, it's literally like he turned 37 and became old. Like, <laughs> He's like, hold on, you thirty seven now? Oh he man! Play anymore all of a sudden. <laughs> it, it, it was just weird that you know he he was coming off of like a fourteen fourteen game where he had like thirty some points and like however many assists and didn't miss a shot and then he literally turned thirty seven and, and and couldn't just couldn't play can't play basketball anymore. Mm. It, it was just weird, kind of. And don't get me wrong, I, I, I'm making it very general, uh, but I mean, Jason Kidd found something and 
Phoenix didn't have a reply to it. Yeah. It just is what it is. And, you know, Luca's a bad dude. Like, like, you know, Luca has a, a face you'll, you'll want to punch. Oh, like, yeah. Have you ever played a guy that's so good and he's running down the court laughing? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, like you literally want to punch that dude in the face. Like, and I, I, I'll just, Phoenix literally, you never want to, especially as a competitor, athlete and competitor, you never want to be that guy that, that is told that you don't have any heart or that you quit. And Phoenix, like, they quit, man. That's kind of tough to say considering they have Chris Paul on the team. Yeah, because he's the main one talking about, you know, show me a good loser, I'll show you a loser. Oh, well, well, uh, Chris. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know what to tell I mean, you, buddy. You're, you're down 50. At home. A, at home in a, in a game seven. It's like, embarrassing. They literally like they quit, and and they literally, it's almost like, dang, Dallas figures, figured us out, and we can't do anything about it. Yeah, and it's a sixty-four win team. And we're not, we're not, we're really not piling up on Milwaukee because at least Milwaukee won the championship last year, and they didn't come in. They didn't come in this year like, hey, you know, we're going to right the wrong. You know, you know, they came in, they came in even kill, and they lost, they lost one of the main guys. So I don't really, I'm not really here to pile up on, um, on Milwaukee like that because I mean, Milwaukee showed more heart than Phoenix did. They, let's just put it like that. I know they got blown out too, but they showed way more heart than Phoenix did. Speaking of which, I don't know if you've noticed, Sean, but uh, the Phoenix Suns have been under attack <laughs> as of late. The entire NBA is coming after these guys. And I'm talking about social media, the networks, everybody is coming out the woodworks for these guys. It's like they were waiting to pounce on the, on, on the Phoenix Suns. Now... I'm going to jump this thing off. Um, first off, the one that caught my attention <laughs> was uh, was uh, Anthony Edwards. <laughs> Anthony, oh, yeah, first one, yeah. Anthony Edwards on, on, uh, on Instagram, he said, dang, bro, he's like, man, this boy soft. He started going, start going in on them. He's like, man, this is embarrassing. He said, I remember they was talking so much stuff. They were talking so much stuff. He just started going in on them. Then after him, then they start going to the networks. They bring on Patrick Beverly, of all people, to ESPN. And he's been on all week. Patrick Beverly, you know, he looks like he's trying to set himself up for, for a gig. He just he going in on Phoenix. Going really not Phoenix. He's really going in on Chris Paul. He just does he does not like Chris Paul for good reason. I mean, we all know why he doesn't like Chris Paul. Hell, he showed it last last season in the playoffs when he shoved him in the back. Almost broke his damn neck. So <laughs> Now he's just like, yo, he's really trying to pile up on him. And Chris Paul, I mean, you you, you can't disrespect. Well, yes, you can. And you can disrespect the future Hall of Famer, I guess, in, in this sense. But not coming from Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly's talking like he's a role player that's won three or four championships. Dude, you haven't done much of anything in the NBA. <laughs> and he just on, he just on to get up just talking like, talking all his ass. I'm just like, man, listen. This, it's entertaining, though. I'll say that much. It's very much entertaining, but Patrick Beverly is out of line. Matt Barnes already checked him. <laughs> Matt Barnes yes. is like, he's out of pocket. I don't know. I know y'all don't want to say it, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. He said it like, I said it. Like, if you see me on the streets, I stand by what I said. <laughs> so they just, hey, hey, man, Phoenix is literally under attack. 
everybody's coming after them. I even saw a thing on Twitter where they were showing like, uh, they were showing they were showing the Phoenix Suns before the game, and they were acting like a bunch of dogs. I was just like, man, what, what in the hell? Like this team is, this team is, this team is lame. Like they 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 really are. They look real real lame in that in that uh in that video. They had Javale McGee of all people was leading the leading the uh the chant. You had DeAndre Ayton on the ground crawling like a dog, and Booker looked uncomfortable, but he went ahead and went along with it. But I was just like, I was just like, this is not y'all. Like y'all are not front runners like this. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe they're front runners. Uh, they're absolutely front runners. They and you know I think it's uh. Look, at the end of the day, they they earned the right to kind of be front runners. They were six four and eighteen, and they went to the championship last year, even though they didn't win. So I guess they somewhat somewhat earned the right to be front runners. But with that, that there comes backlash with that too. Like you know, you can't. You gotta take it, man. It's yeah. just like if you're gonna dish it, you gotta be able to take it. So I, obviously, even though they haven't done it in the media per se, maybe Devin Booker a little bit. He's a little arrogant. But um, they 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 haven't really done it in the media where I guess they've been pompous and, and arrogant. But obviously they've their colleagues they've obviously run um, they've come off to their colleagues uh, their peers as pompous and arrogant. And so now they gotta take it. You know yeah. they they come out there and and, and, and Dallas uh, Luca thrashed them. Thrashed them. That they did. And now they just gotta take it because obviously they've been dishing it out all year. And Luca, uh, Luca, Luca said it. They must been dishing it out. And Luca, like, yeah, guys feel some type of way about it. Yeah, and Luca said it best. Luca was like, "Man, guys, guys are always tough when they up." <laughs> and they've been they've been quiet ever since. They they said a word since. I'm like, damn, Luca said that, and that, that's crazy because if you look at if you look at the Dallas Mavericks, I don't like Dallas either. To be honest yeah, with I you, like, I, I oh, I did, I despised them last uh, last year when they were playing the Clippers. I was so glad the Clippers beat them, but uh, but I looked at it like, man, the the like the the some of the last few teams that's in the Western uh, Conference. I'm like, bro, I don't like the Phoenix Suns. I think they're front runners. I I dislike Phoenix more than anybody. I don't like the Warriors because they're ridiculous. Like they're front runners, and I I don't. It's like, dang, I don't like Luca. Because Luca, like you said, he's smiling in people's face when he's scoring. He, he, like I don't like Dallas. I don't like Cleaver. I don't like none of them guys. This is like, man, somebody in the East got to win. I can't deal with the Western Conference. Like, I like Memphis. I, matter of fact, I love Memphis. I thought Memphis was like one of my favorite teams in the West. But then when Ja got hurt, I'm like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to pick one of these three teams from uh, yeah. for the West. I'm like, nah, I can't fool with the West. Like, I'm gonna just watch it. But like, I don't want to see Luca in the finals because. I mean, he's an asshole. Like, he doesn't deserve to be in there. They, uh, you know, the Luther Luca love triangle start too if, if he goes to the Oh, finals. my God. They're going to be – they already – they always try to crown him MVP, preseason MVP every year. And then yeah. you got then you got yeah. Steph. I can't I can't deal with Steph no more because he's not even showing up and he's out there hot dog. I'm like, bro, you're not even shooting the ball well. Like, ever since he broke the record, he has not shot the ball well at all. Like, I don't yeah. recall a game where he was just, like, cooking like he – Oh man, I, I can't. I can't with the Warriors either. Like the only person really that I rock with on the Warriors is Clay. Yeah, that's it. I don't rock with none of them. Like I don't rock with Jordan Poole either, because Jordan Poole <laughs> don't play no defense, and he be out there yanking on people's knees and he thinking he better than what he. I don't, I don't fool with Jordan Poole either. I don't like none of them. And and Bomani, <laughs> Bomani was like, man, Jordan Poole looked like one of them, 
one of them kids off a of scare straight. <laughs> the way his eyes be looking. <laughs> I say, hold on, man. <laughs> he do the whole. <laughs> He kind of got those light bulb eyes. He like, do. Like, like, he's always... <laughs> like he always scared. <laughs> yeah. Him and him and Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 it, well, what I'm noticing more than anything else, though, it's a change of regard in, in the NBA, mm. um, and we're seeing it this postseason more than any of them. So we're talking about at this point, no Harden, no Embiid, no LeBron. No AD. Brown couldn't even make the play in. He can't even make the play in. <laughs> uh, no. Um, now well, we have Chris Paul's out. Uh, Golden State probably should be out of job play the whole series. They might be out too. Yeah. Um, I mean, so basically guys who pretty much run the league for the last decade. Are, are, are non-existent besides Steph and the Golden State Warriors, who again may be out if, you know, say job plays. So it's just a change of the guard. The young guns are here, and they're they're making it known. I mean, you see what they're doing in Boston, Dallas now with uh with Luca. Like they they are here, and I think they're more than anything. They're saying we're here to stay, and your time's up. That's what it's starting to look like. If Golden State don't win this year. Yeah, we're we're moving to the next, the next, the next group. It's, it's their turn. It's their time. Who 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 do you think comes out uh, the uh, the champion? I got Miami. I've been saying Miami since the seat, uh, since the playoffs started. They just look like the best team, and they dominated again tonight against Boston. I don't see I don't see no team in the West being able to deal with that defense. I think uh, Miami and Boston are playing the best. Um, but it's just hard, like with the four teams left, to think that Golden State can't make a run. Um, considering with their playoff pedigree, Steph's um, soft, man. He's not, he's not gonna be able to deal with Miami. He better hope Boston come out of there because he can't. He, he's too soft for Miami, like he is. I'm sorry. He's, they, I, mean, I think both teams defensively will give him problems. They have lengthy uh, defenders who can switch everything, and yeah. you know. And then, so then you have to make him finish up the run, which he's good at doing. But they got guys on the inside too when they play big, who can defend the shot on the inside too. So it's going to be both teams going to be a, a difficult goal for um, Golden State. I think um, it's just I just because of their play, because of their playoff pedigree and their championship pedigree, being three time world champions, I look at them as probably the favorite because I'm giving them the benefit of doubt to be able to figure it out more so than other teams will. But I think Boston and Miami's playing the best, though. Mm. Uh, so, like I said, I would put my money, I just had to put money I would put it on, Golden State. But I wouldn't be surprised at all if Miami or Boston win it, win it all, though. I'm going with my heart on this one because I just don't want to see nobody out the West winning. I just don't. I can't fool with <laughs> neither one of those teams. They're both arrogant. I think Miami and Boston are more... Not saying more humble, but they're more like, you know what I mean? Like, I can rock with them because they're not ridiculous. Like, they're not they're not out there hot dog and they're out there playing hard and, and, you know, respecting the game. Like, I feel like I feel like the Western Conference is just disrespecting the game too much, and I don't like that. But um, let's move on to our last topic. Because uh, you see Pat Bell coming out talking crazy about <laughs> Yeah. I'm, and he said he, he ain't had nothing bad to say about Steph, though. He respects Steph. He, all the people he said something decent about was Steph and James Harden. 
Yeah. And Which I'm like, I'm like James Harden. Really? You got a lot of respect for yeah. James Harden. Okay. I guess because they were former teammates. All right. Uh, our last topic of the night, uh, music. We got Kendrick Lamar uh, dropped an album. Now, Kendrick, um, I'm going to say this. Coming in, I had I had mixed uh, reviews on this because, you know, first of all, guys, don't listen to what people say on social media. Don't do it because if you go by what they say, you're going to come in, you know, feeling some type of way about the album already. Always come in with an empty mind and listen to it for yourself. I saw a whole bunch of mixed reviews and I was just like, whatever. I have I know I have a, a different type of ear for music than than most people. So um he came up with an album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Um I thoroughly enjoyed the album. I was I was very, very impressed. Um it's actually a double album. Um I liked it. I did. I liked it. I listened to it three times now and I was impressed. Uh, if you're going to ask me what songs do I like? Honestly, I don't know. I don't like I listened to it, but I wasn't looking at the name of the songs. But I can tell you like four that I know of that I really, really enjoyed. I like um, I like the first song. And I like the second song, uh, United in Grief and in uh, 95. I like that one. I was a fan of what is it called? I gotta look at oh Silent Hill, Silent Hill. That was my that was the one that really really stood out to me. I can listen to that over and over and over again. That one goes hard. Silent Hill was the one where uh, push these dudes off me like huh? You know what I'm talking about? That one. That one goes hard. Uh, Kodak Black. That's a perfect Kodak Black beat. Like you already knew he was gonna come on there and just kill it. Um, so I like that one. Um, Mr. Morale was good. Mother, I sober is good. It just had it, man. There's so many jams on there. There was people talking about man. There's only really like five, like two or three songs that I'll uh, that I'll play on repeat. I'm like, are you serious? Like I I like the whole album honestly. Like I there was not a there wasn't really a skip track on there for me. Um, so I give it a nine out of ten, and I would rank this uh his second best album. Uh. I still got Good Kid, Mad City number one. Now, that's gonna be tough to beat, and I, I'll put this one at number two, and then I'll say Pippa Butterfly number three. Yeah, it's uh, man, dude's good, man. I got so I, I did a little run through of it, um, and so I, I so it, it was tracks that when I did the first run through of it, it was tracks that I was like, oh, I got to play that one again. I play that one again. Yeah, like I just like I right, now nah, just go through, just go straight through, because if I don't go straight through, I'm, I'm never gonna finish that one. Unless I'm working out. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was just like, let me just finish the album. So I got through, I think I still haven't finished the second uh, CD. So I think I missed, I didn't hear, I heard the last four songs on the second one. Um, and on oh, the second part of the album. Uh, but, I mean, just the content alone, uh, like the, the content alone, it, it, just, it, it just draws something out of you. If you, especially, if, I feel like it's depending on how you listen to the album. So if you just listen to it for beats and rhymes, um, yeah, you get something out of it, but you might not get that, yeah, out of, like, you might get out of future. So you just try and listen to beats and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but if you listen to the album in its totality and listen to it um, for the, the content, the message, and the truth be told, vulnerability. 
Um, and he's saying a lot of stuff. He's even talking about, you know, his girl taking him back after he, like, you know what I'm saying, cheated on Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's saying things about the black community. He's saying a lot of things about uh, people, basically men with daddy issues. Like, those kind of stuff that we don't talk about as men a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you kind of start breaking into stuff like that, and again, I need to go run through it again. Let's do it again. I forgot about uh, I forgot about Auntie Diaries too. That one was a good one too. Yeah, like, he talked about Auntie. I was just not only is he the the, the messaging good and the music uh by ear is good as far as like sonically. Um, most importantly, like the dude, he still just could speak. Like yeah, <laughs> for real, for real. He still could just put words together. And ways and, and, and with a cadence that just other people just can't. Um, besides content, so you just want to hear good rap in general. I mean, this is it. Like, uh, it's not too many albums, rap albums this year. It's just better. It's just, and it's probably not. There's not gonna be some rappers that are gonna be better. Yeah. Uh, the thing I'm most excited about the the coolest part about more than anything though. So in the last year, so yeah, it's been a year now. We've literally had we haven't had this in a long time. We literally had a J Cole. Drake and Kendrick mm-hmm. drop all pretty much in the last calendar year, last twelve months. I was like, we haven't had that probably in almost ten years, but all three of them dropped in the last calendar month, and they're considered the, the generation of big three, per se. Yep. Um, and so I think that's just really cool. Not to mention we've also had a uh, 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 future Kanye West. Say so Kanye West came out this year too. Mm-hmm. Album too. Um, that that we're used to dropping all the time. Um, but yeah, the fact that we had those three and three, all three had solid projects. The worst yeah. of the three projects probably was Drake's certified love boy. Is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which is, you know, like not, not knocking the certified love boy, but it was the worst. That, that, that was probably the most commercially successful. Well, I don't know. Kendrick, they said Kendrick right now is looking really good right now. Like it's probably going to break some records or whatever. Yeah. I say Kendrick definitely going to win a Grammy off of this one. I don't care what nobody say. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, next February when the Grammys mm-hmm. come, yeah, I think, no doubt. I don't see an album, I don't see a rap album beating it in the next nine months. Somebody going to have to come up with something. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it. Unless a, a big name guy comes in and makes a just historically great album, like a, like an Eminem or Jay-Z or something like that, mm-hmm. I don't see uh, anybody else making a better rap album. This has been a good year for music in general, man. Like, all the people you've listed... I mean, Ross came out with something. Uh, Pusha T, man, it's just this is like all my favorites. I just now really just finished listening to the Pusha T album, and then the Kendrick drops. So I was like, dang, man, I can't even enjoy the Pusha T album completely because the Kendrick dropped right after it. Like, you know, it's just future, man. Come on, man, it's just, this is this is a good year for music. Like, it really is. Like, I'm excited about it. Now I got, you know, I don't. I've been listening to the same stuff for the last I don't know how long but now I just got a plethora of albums I could just jam while I work out so I'm I'm happy about that yeah especially with summer coming in this is like perfect time for me I, I I my idea is to get up in the morning in the summer uh every day in the morning so I gotta kind of be up early anyway man and Sean don't mess with that don't mess with yeah. that summer heat man you better you better work out at night I'm I'm not doing it dog <laughs> not in the summer I'm not doing like you see I'm gonna go run right now after this I'm not running in, in the. I don't care how early it is. That sun is nothing to play with. Like you, if you talk about running in the morning, you got to be talking about like five in the morning. Like it's it's ridiculous. Like I had to like I had to like lay a towel on the floor and lay and lay down after I was done. 
Yeah, I'll be a lifetime running. I'm not going to be outside. Oh, yo, oh, you're saying indoors. <laughs> yeah. Oh, with the AC. Oh, okay. <laughs> with the AC, yeah. Oh, okay. that's, di- that's different then. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter what time you go. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, episode 161 in the books. Uh, we're looking at week five coming up. Um, Sean predicts my team will go down. Um, squad one will stay undefeated. And the bullets uh, will bounce back uh, in week number five. We'll see how it all goes live uh, via cell phone uh, with Sean Ellis and Johnny Gill. Uh, we are out.